You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hola, hola. Welcome, guys, to another week's episode of Moms No Expert Podcast. This week, I have a wonderful guest, and her name is Mistress Tetra. And she is a dominatrix and a kink, and it's so excited the conversation that we have. And she's also a stepmom, so you're gonna see that side and aspect of it. So I'm so very excited for you guys to listen. But instead of moms that watch, we're going to do an unloading because this week has been insane. Like literally, I don't even know how I'm breathing. Like I, <laughs> that's just an exaggeration. But it's been crazy. You know, mom was in the hospital. I overbooked myself. Then you know, economic issues because I am a single mom and times are hard <laughs> and a lot of shit like went down but I do have wonderful friends and family members so I have to say that thank you so much for all of them if my cousin Jaddy's listening I love you to the moon and back and I don't even think that's enough to tell you how much I love you and also I want to give a shout out to my co-worker so I started working at this new place like I told you guys and and if I didn't, my bad. But yeah, so I started working at this new place and this is going to be my fourth week, right? Finishing up the month. But me and Alicia clicked. Like when I'm telling you we clicked, it was like instant. You know, we dance, we joke, we sing. It's like pretty cool. And like, I feel so comfortable with her. But one thing that I think shocked me was that when I told her about this, you know, I was like, oh, you know, because I do a podcast here and there, but like, we we're just having a conversation. I wasn't plugging myself. I was just like, oh, yeah, because I do podcasts and whatever. She was like, what? What's the name? And like, instantly she started listening and she's been catching up. She's on the eighth episode. So when you get to this episode, Shadow Alicia, thank you so much for the support. It's great. And it's crazy because like, sometimes you think about friendships and, and things you're like, oh my God, you know, I've been friends with this person for so long. And and they don't support me and people that just come into your life <laughs> in the four weeks they'd be like rocking with you which is crazy so thank you so much and before i let you guys go or not really go but go into the interview when you're done with this podcast go listen to my boy jared dam on the whole damn show i am going to be there on his episode this week so if you're not sick of me by the end of this go listen to me on his podcast but just listen to his podcast regardless i mean doesn't matter if i'm there or not but obviously go because i'm there and if you are going because i'm on the episode give him a review and say i'm here because he already told me to and that would be great <laughs> well guys without further ado i'm gonna leave you guys with my interview with mistress tetra well, welcome Thank to my podcast, Miss Tetra. Do you like call Miss Tetra? Is that good? Tetra's fine. If I'm doing a session or if it's someone that uh, like is serving me, I usually have them call me Mistress or Domina Tetra. Those are, you know, what I identify as. But Tetra for you is just fine. Awesome, awesome. Well, for my listeners, just tell them a little bit about you and what you do. Okay, so I have been working uh, almost 13 years almost now as a professional dominatrix. Um, I've worked at multiple different dungeons, and I am based in the Los Angeles area, but I do travel occasionally. I do a lot of stuff in Las Vegas. I do a lot of stuff in New Orleans, uh, just wherever kink brings me. Uh, but I really enjoy it, and I teach classes uh, when people ask for it, I'm really big on kink education. I like to consider 
myself one of the best and I like to teach people so that they can also, you know, be one of the best. I feel safer when I know people are doing things the proper way and, you know, going to keep safety in mind uh, since in the scene, our, our motto is safe, sane and consensual. So that's something uh, in the last few years I've really branched off in doing, but mainly I am known for hosting fetish events and for doing sessions. Awesome. Well, safety is always important. Oh, man. So I like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know you're not a mom, but you are a bonus mom or a stepmom. What do you like to be called? A bonus mom? Sure. I've never even heard of that term, <laughs> but yeah, you know. Um, really? Yeah, I've never heard of that before. But that's fine. I could be called a bonus mom. Um, I do date go. someone currently who has uh, – two kids of his own and then he has a child that he has raised since they were nine months old and so he considers it his child um so that's all really fun and interesting i get along with his children i know some people that is an issue where they don't get along with the person they're dating children but i'm really lucky in the sense that that is not an issue for me um we do a lot of stuff I, I help him like go get his kids and on the weekends we do things together um we do a lot of stuff like down at the beach boat pedaling things like that um I've dated a couple other people in the past who have also had children so it's not my first rodeo um I don't know that I personally will ever have children uh, but I I enjoy other people's children and kids always love me for some reason so I'm used to them wanting <laughs> to talk to me and ask me questions and that's awesome. And so that's one thing. So my podcast is about moms, but stepmoms and all type of moms, you know, like you don't have to be a mom. You can be a aunt that, you know, has that mother in instinct. Um, but I like it because I want to like I want my audience to know that moms or stepmoms, they come in all shapes and sizes that we're not just like one fit all you know, we can do anything. And the reason I love what you do for work is that it's it opens the eye of people saying, well, she is, she has that mother instinct, but she does what she loves to do. And that's, and I think that's awesome. And that's why, like, when I talked to my sister, she was like, oh my God, I have so many people. I'm like, yes, I'm so excited because I want people to know that we do, we can do whatever we want as women. Totally. So and I'm, awesome. I'm super domesticated yeah. too. Like, I love to cook. I love to like, make cards from hand and like just make things from scratch. So people are always telling me like, you would be such a good mom. And I'm always like, oh. <laughs> but I, I do like uh, have lots of entertaining stuff to keep the kitties busy when they're around. So yeah, I love that kind of thing. That's awesome. And since um, how long have you, you said, how long have you been in like in the dungeon industry in the king industry, I guess. Ooh, professionally, or are we talking lifestyle? Yeah. Uh, professionally. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Let's see, in November, it'll be 13 years um, that oh, I've been wow. professionally doing sessions and working in a like a dungeon. Um, as far as play and just lifestyle, ooh, let's see. I think about how old I am. I, 18 <laughs> going on 19 years I've been playing personally. So you could say I have a tad bit of experience. <laughs> and how does that help you with your relationships? Because that's um, also very important. Like a lot of people think that, that could hinder a relationship. And I know a lot of people that are like, no, that's great. Like that makes my relationship better. So how does that help you in your relationship? 
Totally. Some people, I mean, because I've been in relationships where there is an element of like kink and like a BDSM dynamic. And then I've been in relationships where there's none whatsoever. Um, so it really just depends on my partner and what they're comfortable with. Um, my partner from a few years back, uh, her and I were together for like seven years and uh, she didn't have a kid, but she had a child sister uh, who was like the change of life baby for her parents. Like there's you know, adult <laughs> kids and then there's this one. And we used to take her pretty often. So even though she wasn't uh, her kid, it was like we had you know, an eight-year-old child. And she was the one that I had the most fun with uh, as far as the kids go, you know. Um, and my partner, yeah. you know, we were very involved in kink. I mean, she had worked at the dungeon as well. She did performances. Um, so I think on, on one level, it, it we could be a little bit more fun with her sister. Um, I think we had like a little bit more of a bond that way, you know. Um but like with my last two people who I've been dating and, you know, have kids, uh, there wasn't exactly like an element of kink or BDSM. Like, yes, maybe like play wise and stuff every once in a while, but not like lifestyle where like, you know, you're supposed to do this or, you know, there's like a contract as far as like restrictions <laughs> and things. So I think it just oh, really depends on the person, the bond you have with them and the bond they have with their kids, because some people are more private than others and some people are very open about stuff. So I think it really depends. And and me, I just want everyone to be on the same page and consensual. If you don't want your kids to know, that's totally fine. If you do, that's fine too. Um, I just prefer not to uh, have the child ask me when no one is around and then not know what to say. You know what I mean? Because I've had that happen like- and that was awful. Really? Oh my God. How was that? Um, so it was uh, the girl that I was dating and her younger sister and her younger sister found my floggers, um, which I, you are aware what those are. Yes. For the, the, yeah. the audience <laughs> listeners out there, um, it is a toy with a handle and it's got multiple falls on it. So you can kind of, kind of like a car wash, if you will. That's what people say sometimes when they first get there hit by them, but Um, It's a really fun, very easy toy, starter toy, basically, and um, I have two of them, a matching set, and she found them in the closet. Not sure what she was looking for, but that's okay, and um, my partner was not there at the moment, and so she said, what are these? And I had to think on my toes really quick, and without wanting to give anything away or tell her what I do, obviously, I just said, you know how some people give massages? She said, yes. And I said, okay, well, some people do it with their hands, you know, some people, you know, do hot stone massages and use the rocks. I said, some people do massaging and they put the needles, you know, and they do like a acupuncture. So I told her, I said, these are what I use to massage people for work. And that kind of was like a sufficient enough answer for the moment. So (laughs) that got me out of hot water just just for that moment in time. But yeah, that was how I went about it. That's how you, but, but you thought quick on your toes. I would have been like, I had to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. So what, um, are you thinking about having children in the future or just like you don't want to have children? You know, I have always kind of said I, I'm not going to have kids. It hasn't been until the last couple of years that I would maybe potentially be open to it, but I could be swayed either way. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily yeah. feel um, like my life won't be complete if I don't have kids. And I, I kind of almost prefer to be with someone who has children of their own. I don't know why, but um, 
I'm very much like a service top in a way where I really enjoy, you know, even if it's not children, I like doing dinner parties and stuff like that and getting things all set up. So I enjoy the big element of preparation for it and whatnot, but I don't know if having children 24 seven would be my jam. I don't know. You know, I, I could it's probably do it if it was my own, but it would depend on the person I'm with. Definitely. And the person I'm with right that. now does not want more children. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's what I always say. Like people are like, Oh, you have more. I'm like, mm. but I'm the same. I'm like, it depends who I'm with. And that and my like, age, eh. I'm almost at an age where like in a couple of years, my answer will just be no, you know, uh, <laughs> I feel like at a certain, yeah, you know, not knocking anyone who has children in their older years. That's wonderful. But for me personally, if I was going to do it, I would have done it, you know, younger or by now. So I feel like once I hit probably 38 or so, which is in four years, um, I probably, you know, will be less likely yeah, to, no. to consider that. Not that I wouldn't consider adopting though, because that I think um, I'm, I've been really interested in that in the past. So that's pretty interesting. And it's, it's good to hear because a lot of people, like even now with like the whole abortion stuff, like people say, oh, well, I have to have kids and all this stuff. And you don't really have to. Like, I don't know why society makes it such a big thing that you have to have kids because you're a woman. That's what you're supposed to do. And I think it's awesome to hear people, you know, hear women say, well, if it happens, it happens. And if it yeah. doesn't, I'm yeah, just going to keep pursuing my dream. <laughs> So, you know, as far as kids go, uh, I mean, my partner and I, the female, we had talked for a moment about children, but um, wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? We were both uh, living a little bit of a fun lifestyle at the time. It was a topic for a moment, but we kind of decided her sister coming over all the time was, was good enough for us. But That's so fun. Well, that's awesome. I love it. And so how does your... Because, I, I, I mean, I guess you don't talk with your partner now about kink. So how does that does that affect you, like, as a stepmom? I mean, I we, we talk about it. We play yeah. every once in a while, you know what I mean? It's not like it's off the table, um, but it's not like a, a straight-cut dynamic. Like, you know, okay. with the other person, you know, uh, there were a set of rules and, you know, consequences and just uh, basically guidelines that you go by and you know how things are going to be. And with my partner currently, him and I, it's just more like spontaneous, uh, which makes it nice and fun. You know what I mean? Because more spur of the moment um, as the dominant, um, you know, you got to do all the planning. You got to prep everything out. You got to make sure everything's set up and just right, you know, and then you're responsible the whole time during play as well. So as the top, there's a lot that, goes into it you're not just jumping into a scene to play um so i i appreciate the spontaneity these days if you will um but i mean i still you know we come to the dungeon and you know mistress saying it's gracious enough to let us play and do our thing but yeah i would say we talk about it less but it's uh it's definitely there it's not non-existent in our relationship it's just uh that's good and what is the difference sorry go ahead no, I was going to say, what is the difference for those who don't know? I don't know a lot, but what, so what is the difference between kink and BDSM? If there's Okay, well, I mean, it, they, they play into each other. Kink are different types of play or fetishes one may have. I'm sure everyone's heard of foot fetish, things like that. Some people are really into being spanked. 
So if you like to play, but you only want to be spanked, you would be considered a spanko. Um, people who are only into like one type of play are considered fetishists. Like that is their kink or that's their fetish. Um, BDSM covers a wider range. Um, do you know what BDSM stands for? <laughs> I don't. Okay. So the B is for bondage. Um, and for most of you, I hope you know what that is. But it just means restraints, whether it's rope, cuffs, handcuffs, whatever. Uh, latex bondage, which can be sexy, mummification, saran wrap. Um, the D is dominance or domination. Um, which, you know, is asserting yourself as a top, uh, being dominant, uh, taking control of the scene or the situation. It doesn't necessarily mean beating someone. It could be totally verbal domination or mental or psychological domination. Um, the S uh, is sadism, which I definitely am a sadist. And your sister, who I know very well and I taught many things <laughs> to, is a sadist, and that's why I love her. Um which just means I love inflicting pain or causing pain. Um, as a consensual player in the scene, though, I don't want to inflict pain on anyone who is not going to enjoy it or, or you know, get something out of it. Um, and that's okay. something I'm really, really super big on, and not everybody feels that way. Some sadists like playing with, you know, people who don't enjoy it as much. Like, they get off on that, that element of torture. Oh. Um, I mean, I can go either way, but I, I like to play consensual, non-consensual if we're doing that. You know, you okay it beforehand, so then, you know, when we play and you look miserable, I know it's still okay. Um, <laughs> right? And then the M is masochism. Um, and masochists are the people who enjoy the pain. So that would be the person taking the spankings or the whippings or the floggings or whatever. For some reason, they find pleasure in pain. And it is possible to be a sadomasochist, so someone who enjoys giving pain, uh, but you enjoy receiving it as well. So some people who are sadomasochists oh. tend to like do things to themselves because they enjoy both sides of it. So that's what BDSM is all rolled together. <laughs> <In a Yeah>. <laughs> if you break it down letter by letter. <laughs> Breaking it down yeah. for you. So you say you teach, um, who do you teach, um, like in groups or like one-on-one? Both. I actually offer private sessions. So I do have, um, I have quite a bit of like male dominance come in who want to learn different skill set, um, or who are newer and want to impress their girls. And so they come in to like learn a couple, you know, terms, how to throw a flogger <laughs> or spank properly, you know, a couple things so that they look good. Um, and I get a lot of guys who want to come back for not only like a second follow-up lesson, but then they hire one of the submissives that we have here at the dungeon as well, which is nice because then they get to practice hands-on training what I taught them before. So I do offer those kinds of lessons and courses. I do also teach in groups. Sometimes I teach here at Sanctuary Studios. Uh, Mistress Cyan lets me plan for classes whenever I like. Um, I have a variety of topics I enjoy teaching. Uh, a lot of my stuff tends to be geared towards around medical play, just because when I first started out, the mistress who taught me and trained me was heavy in medical play. So that's just kind of my background. 
Um, but I do venture out into other stuff. Uh, there are a few other dungeons around here, so I do hop, skip, and jump around if anyone ever is, you know, interested and asks me to do stuff. Um, I've also done classes at like Long Beach College and at a couple different like sex shops who have been interested in like a BDSM course. So yeah, that's what I try to do. Uh, that's pretty. I've cool. thought about teaching at DomCon too, which is like a big convention for dominatrixes. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of Sanctuary Studios, where I work, the dungeon we're currently uh, filming from right now. Uh, she does a big convention once or twice a year, and so she picks the top people and does classes that everyone can attend. And so I've thought about doing that, but I'm usually so busy at the convention, I, I don't want to bombard myself. <laughs> so, you are, so you're already at the convention, so yeah. you're like, I'm already doing too yeah, much. Usually, <laughs> like, uh, since I work for Sanctuary, so we have a booth there. So I like to put in a couple hours at the booth, get my face seen, uh, talk to people walking around and whatnot, just kind of promote myself. And then, like I said, there's classes. I like to attend other people's classes. There's an entire vending area. So I walk around. I usually buy way more latex than I need. And a couple toys. (laughs) Uh, There's socials and photo shoots and the mistress tea and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I usually try not to plan too much because I know I won't make it to everything. About it. <laughs> that makes sense. I also want to commend you because it's awesome to see that a woman is teaching a man how to be dominant. Like, I think that's such a <laughs> girl power right there. I'm all for girl power. So I love Thank it. You. Yeah, no, I actually, um, I have a lot of like guys who tell me that I'm very easy to learn from too, because I'm not, you know, I'm all about female, you know, power and everything, but I'm also not condescending in the way I teach things. And some people who present and teach are that way. Uh, there's also equally there's oh, a couple okay. male dominance if you go to their classes they strictly teach from the male top perspective and you know it's you can't be a teacher like that you know what i mean you gotta, you gotta yeah, teach no. on a basis I mean, for in, everybody. Ge- in life you can so. yeah in life you can't be like too dominant like you have you know like if you're teaching somebody you have to right people tell me i'm very intimidating and then when they talk to me they're like you are the most approachable dominant ever i'm like good that's what i want I'm gonna smile, oh but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna so, beat you until you, you know, beg me to stop. So. <laughs> so, me talking to you, I have to be honest with you. I was like, oh my god, I'm so scared to talk to her. And now I saw you. I'm like, she's so cool and so sweet. I love it. <laughs> I am going. So I've been talking to my sister. I'm hoping that I can make it next year. I always, I say every year, I'm going, and then I never go because life happens but I'm definitely want to go and so I want to meet you guys because okay. I want to meet all her friends next I'm year like, why are you waiting until next family. year to meet us because I'm broke okay. well <laughs> if you would like to come by Sanctuary Studios and get a tour sometime definitely. it will be my treat to show you around it doesn't cost anything so let me know when you're ready and you can come check out the dungeon space we're going to be here until Ooh, so the excited. end of December, and then we'll be moving to a new location. So if you can come before December, you can literally see uh, the place where your sister started and, like, the stage she did her first performance on. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. the end of December, the offer is on the table. <laughs> Yay. Now I have to move. Now I'm kidding. I have to do it right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm so excited. It's so cool. Um, It's been, like awesome to like you know she's brought this door to me with a lot of her friends in in you know her life and I I think it's awesome because I don't know like it's get I get to know her a little bit more 
you know, because you like to know your family more and more. So it's it's awesome to like be her friends and. I love it. I am so grateful for yeah. you to be in my podcast. And I also want to ask you, so for us moms, you know that we're kind of boring sometimes. What would you recommend for us like to keep, uh, well, I'm single, but like you if you spicy? have a relationship, like to keep the spark. And okay. Yes. So guys are super visual, as we all know. Even <laughs> if you date women, very visual. So my big thing, if you are not sure about how your partner is going to react and you don't want to try anything too scary or too exciting that you might, you know, get shot down or laughed at, I always say starting with like a really sexy outfit or just like the wardrobe and attire can just set the tone. Because if you can get them into the outfit, you know what I mean? If you can make those eyes pop out of that head, they're going to let you do Almost whatever, you know what I mean? So you can throw a couple extra surprises in, you know, either that night or, you know, later down the line. But I always think like dressing up, doing a little sexy role play, that's always like a good starter base just to see how things go and how they react. And it doesn't necessarily have to be kink based, you know, but uh, that and I, I think like textures, sounds, things like that, um, just... Uh, anything that like makes you want to touch each other I know that sounds silly but not everybody's always into pain so I always think about like sensation play um all right I'm gonna recommend a toy for all you ladies out there all right other than the outfit if the outfit goes well there is a toy out there that can be painful but it can also be used in a very sexy very sensual way and like my sister, your sister, I mostly do <laughs> painful sessions. But anytime someone wants me to be nicer to them, I bring these out. And they're called vampire gloves. So they are these sexy pair of leather gloves that you would put on your hands. And I will run the back of the gloves along their body, touch them wherever. And I won't touch them with my palms because I want them to find out I have a surprise for them. And what's on the palms of my hands are little tiny strips of metal, basically. And so it gives like little scratches. So it's like a type of sensation play. It's good for like rubbing heads. If someone likes head scratches or back scratches, it can be used nice and lightly and turned into a very sexy time. Equally, if they're into pain, it can easily turn into, with a couple grabs or a couple spanks, a fun time as well. Maybe messier, because if you go too hard, you might make them bleed a little. But, you know, who doesn't like a little blood play, right? I was going to say, who doesn't like a little pain? Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're a mom, you like pain. No, yeah. Sexy outfit and vampire gloves. They're 40 or $50. They come in different sizes. And I've never met a person who doesn't really like them. Even people who don't like pain love the vampire gloves. That's awesome. Well, I love it. And I appreciate you. Of course. And keep your good work. I love it. And I will meet you soon. Yes. (laughs) Um, I really, really appreciate you. And I love, again, to hear women just be empowered and 
just show different sides of themselves. So thank you for coming into my podcast. My absolute pleasure. And I hope you have a great day. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And don't forget to follow me on all socials at Moms No Expert Podcast. Literally, that's my name on all socials except Twitter. Twitter is Amari rosario <laughs> but yeah follow me on all socials and if you are interested in a little giveaway you definitely should follow me on instagram because i will be dropping some hints on that giveaway soon and i hope you guys enjoy and have a great week bye bye thank you for joining me this week on mom's no expert podcast Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Moms no Expert Podcast and share the show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode.